Hello, 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 everyone. Purr, purr, purr. Now let me stop. <laughs> Mercy. Welcome back or welcome to the Driven by Purpose podcast. And I'm like doing so much right now because I have not said that saying and phrase in months. And mercy for real, because there is so much to unpack. And like this episode is not just going to be like a life update because this episode or this podcast is not about me, but it's about like directing you guys to Jesus. But I do feel like being that I've received a lot of DMs and a lot of text messages from many of you, I feel that I do owe you guys a semi-explanation as to where I've been, but we're going to get there. So nevertheless, the title of today's episode is distracted or being distracted. And I'm just kind of going to unpack how it feels or how it's felt to have been distracted on my walk with God. So the reason why I started this podcast um, many years ago was to be an outlet for Christian youth specifically. I really wanted to be so real, open, honest, and transparent with you guys about my walk with Christ and also provide like some type of comfort and love for those who are still seeking Christ but have like, you know, minor mishaps in their walk. So I just want to share what has been up these past few months and quick shout out to a few of you guys who have literally been messaging me and asking me where I've been like I received a message yesterday and I received a message this morning like literally Tina Shade, like what's going on with your podcast and the Holy Spirit has literally been knocking on my heart or not knocking on my heart but like literally convicting me like you have to get back here so this is exactly what I'm doing so just to kind of update you guys, as y'all know, or I feel like many of you guys, I feel like I've discussed it before. Um, I did start graduate school. Luckily, I finished my first semester of graduate school, and I'm currently in my second semester of graduate school. All glory to the most high God. Um, no cap, though, and something that I was trying to share or that I had hoped to share earlier was just about the imposter syndrome that I was going through in graduate school in my first semester. Um, Just to give you guys a little bit more context, firstly, I'm the youngest in my graduate cohort. That's one. Um, All glory be to God for that. I am 20 years old, doing my master's in social work, and many of my counterparts, they are in their late 30s, early 30s, Sometimes some of them in their late 20s. So I remember when I first started in my first couple of weeks, I really started to question if God wanted me to be there or not. Actually, I didn't question if God wanted me to be there. I questioned if I was or if I had the grace and the capacity to finish off well. I overthought a lot throughout that process. And I just really questioned my capabilities throughout my first couple of weeks. Um, But it's safe to say because it's already happened. I got through um, my first semester, which was a major finish line that I was so worried about. And then I got to my second semester. And one thing that I can share that I found was that the devil tried to overtake me with busyness. I'm a person, if you guys don't know, you guys will know now. I'm a person, I love to stay busy. I love to be active. And that's a great thing. 
And it's great, especially if you're productive like me. But what is not okay is when you start to neglect God. And I'm sharing this because it's true. And I'm sharing this because many times people don't talk about it. So it's like when you sometimes get to a place of busyness and you realize you you weren't so on fire, a lot of people like they just keep it on the low because they feel like, oh, everybody else is on fire. So it's like, I don't want to share that I got distracted or I haven't been on as on fire as I was before. But that is what had happened to me. I had gotten so busy with graduate school. I had gotten um, two part-time jobs. I had been in different clubs, different organizations, um, serving in different ministries. Like I was doing so much and I was really honestly walking in my purpose and doing everything that God had called me to do. But the problem was, was when I took my, my, my eyes off of Jesus, that was the issue. Um, and ever so recently I realized that and the Lord kind of convicted me not only about this podcast and not only about me neglecting this, but once again, neglecting my actual relationship with God, neglecting prayer. Of course I prayed. And of course, you know, I prayed in the morning. I prayed in the night. I prayed throughout my day, but I wasn't being intentional with, okay, setting aside, like before what I really used to do was. At the end of my nights, I would try and give myself an hour to just get in the presence of the Lord, to pray, to read the word, to seek the face of God, like to actually talk to God, to write out things, to journal, to do all these things. But I realized that I had gotten so busy that I allowed tired tiredness to get in the way of seeking the Lord, which was my first mistake. Never get so busy or never get so into the things of life that you start forsaking your relationship with God. But I'm sharing this hopefully in hopes of comforting someone to let them know that they weren't alone in their walk and they weren't alone um, in that specific place of feeling like, dang, I have so many things to do, so I'm so busy. But as I stated earlier, um, I think it was like two weeks ago or like last week specifically, I had told myself, I'm like, no, this is not acceptable anymore. I can no longer just be lackadaisical in my faith because I realized that if I start getting lackadaisical in my faith, it's over. Like, it's over. One thing, and it's not, it's never to scare anyone, but it's like, and it's not also not only to just maintain the things that you have, but it's like, you realize, especially when you get so far in your walk with God, you realize that if you get so far in your walk and God gives you all these things and you're doing well with maintaining it, but then you you lose out on the source. You realize that all the things that you had, number one, were were not even that much valuable and are basically useless without God. That's what I'm trying to say. You realize that all the things that you have, if you lose out on God, you lose out on your purpose anyway. So everything that you have gotten and maintained through God, now that you've lost out on God, they're all useless. And you ultimately lose the grace to sustain yourself with those things. So I came to that revelation last week and I'm like no more I can't I can't go on like this anymore so then I started to like really like pray and and ask God again for that fire you know also another thing too was I tried to really go back with being intentional to the thing 
being intentional with the things that I'm listening to. Sometimes here and there you'll go on TikTok and you'll see all these like trendy songs and then next thing you know you're singing it in your head, next thing you know you're shazamming it, next thing you know you want to listen to it. And I know with me, God is very particular with convicting me about the songs and the types of things that I'm listening to. So I realized that I just can't indulge in certain things anymore because my spirit is so sensitive. Um, But to just provide you guys a little bit of scripture um, relating to this thing of being distracted. In 1 Corinthians 7 verse 35, it says, I say this for your own benefit, not to lay any restraint upon you, but to promote good order and to secure your undivided devotion to the Lord. So specifically in 1 Corinthians around this point, I believe, I believe um, Apostle Paul, he was talking a lot about singleness and a lot a lot about specifically how you can really devote so much attention and your full undivided devotion to the Lord when you are single. Not saying that you can't still pray to the Lord or be be intimate with the Lord when you're married, but just talking about how much how or how undivided your actual attention can be to the Lord. And I just relate this back to my own singleness and how the Lord kind of was just putting things through my head like Tina, you are you are in a state of singleness. And if you guys didn't know before, I am single, intentionally single. And I actually wanted to make a podcast episode about what it means to be intentionally single. How do you go about those things? And just to touch on it very quickly, even with dating, right? So I've I went through undergrad. I'm in graduate school currently. So I've had my fair share of situationships and close to being relationships right but especially when I hit undergrad um God helped me to realize that I had to be very particular with who I allowed into my life so it got to a point like where I would be talking to certain guys or guys would express interest in me and it would get to a point where the Holy Spirit would reveal to me like this is not the person for you and this is not the person for you for x um for xyz reason And at first, I didn't realize that God was saying all these things to protect me. And there's actually like a YouTube video. I don't know if I still have that up on my YouTube channel or even I think it's actually on my podcast where I was talking about how God let me know that someone was not the right guy for me. I believe that still should be up. Um, But it got to a point where God was was literally putting things so deeply into my heart about why I can't just afford to settle for a nice guy, but I have to be intentional with my dating. So with being intentional with my dating, it's it's brought it's it's not it's not easy, especially when you're so young and you could be out here doing your own thing, but you're choosing to serve the Lord and you're choosing to be intentional with your dating. It's not easy because it comes with a lot of um denial of self. That's one thing that I'm really, really learning. And even in your walk with God also, I'm learning it's a lot of denial of self. There will be days where you're tired. There will be days where you don't feel motivated. There will be days where you just don't feel like opening up your Bible. But when you realize that just in the same way that your physical body needs to be fed, your spiritual man also needs to be fed, that's when you choose that. Even though I'm tired, even though I'm weary, even though I don't understand, I'm still going to choose to seek the Lord. Even though I'm busy, I'm still going to choose to seek the Lord. Even though I have a thousand and one different things going on, I'm still going to choose to seek the Lord. I'm still going to find time to worship. I'm still, And I'm not going to be like just wor- worshiping just to worship, but I'm actually going to worship with my spirit. And I'm going to worship also in truth. 
it takes it takes a lot to do these things it's really really not easy and i feel like i have to stress that especially to the new and upcoming believers like serving god is not easy serving jesus is not easy um but he provides us grace and he provides us strength to do so so just definitely keep that in mind and also another thing that i want to share like another semi revelation or actually this is something that i always hear a lot and i'm pretty sure you guys hear this too especially for those who are like single people are like oh you're never you will never get this time back so make sure to use your time wisely but this should actually even go for people who aren't single maybe you're in a relationship maybe you're engaged maybe you're married but i definitely guarantee you you will never get this time that you have back because life will only get busier and busier and busier and what I've realized is I don't want my relationship with God to suffer because of my busy schedule because I'm realizing and I hear this a lot in sermons and stuff like that and before when I used to hear it in sermons I won't lie I used to dead roll my eyes because I'm like y'all are married and y'all trying to talk to singles like Mm-mm. but one thing that they said was they said that your relationship with God is reflective of how your relationship will be with the people that you are living with on earth. So especially since I'm not in a relationship right now, I look to the relationship with my family members, specifically like my dad, my mom, my brothers. Like I look, especially also even my friends, I look at how I treat them and it's a direct correlation. I'm like, oh shoot, like eventually when I do get into a relationship, like I have to be more mindful because like I have to make sure that I'm mastering this area so that when I do get into a relationship, I'm not mistreating someone. Like for example, the other day, and I promise this all kind of goes into what I'm talking about, about being distracted. I'm going to explain in a second. But I remember the other day I was talking with one of my friends and I think we were like, I don't want to get into too many details, but luckily it wasn't that big of a thing. But I remember one of my friends had said something to me and she didn't mean it in the way that I thought she meant it. And she's probably listening to Hagen because we, st- we we still like sisters Peru, at the end of the day. But, you know, sisters get into arguments, too. So she said something to me and I thought that she meant it in a a, a way to like mock me or like I basically took it in a very disrespectful manner. But she didn't mean it like that. So I got upset and I said something mean to her. So then. She was trying to figure out like what she did wrong and we were like doing stuff too at the same time. But then I remember the Holy Spirit was convicting me like, no, you actually really hurt her feelings. Like she's really sad about it. You have to apologize. But I'm like, God, like I'm tired of apologizing. Like, why do I always have to be the bigger person? (laughs) And I'm going back and forth with God. I'm like, but, but not in a rude way to God. But I'm just like, God, like, why do I have to apologize? Like, you know, like. I didn't, you know, and I'm just trying to be like irrational. I basically was being irrational. But then eventually I did apologize because I'm like, okay, eventually when I do get into a relationship with God and everything that I do do to God or every instruction that I ignore, it's only going to hurt me in the end. So my relationship with God and in the end, I did end up apologizing to my friend and we were able to make up and basically the convictions that the Lord had given me were actually very true and very real. That's why it's important to pay to our, pay attention to our spirit and to have good discernment because you realize, especially with people that you're close to, the Holy Spirit will reveal things. But that's another reason why we have to remain close with God. Um, because even in the Bible, it talks about how it's important to seek the kingdom of God first, and then all other th- all other things will be added onto us. And it's like, we need to learn now, even me, and I'm talking to myself, in this season, one thing that I'm really trying to understand 
is to not be so overtaken by my busyness, to not be so busy, to not be so distracted, to not be so into this and into that, that I miss the core lessons and the core unctions that the Holy Spirit gives me concerning things. Like even with my friend the other day, I could have simply been like, oh, like, you know how people of the world are like, oh, like F this or oh, like I don't got no time for this. I could have simply been like people of the world and just let that go by. But it's like, these are foundational things that the Lord is trying to teach us. And we don't want to miss out on these instructions because this is the season to learn everything that we're meant to learn. And I say this too, and I realize this too, I'm in my prime and I bet you guys are in your prime too. And like this, I feel like, especially for the youth, the up and coming youth, like God is really pruning us and teaching us so much. And I really don't want us to miss out on this season. Or I really don't want us to have to regret or have to learn these core foundational lessons in the next season. So it's like, when I realized that I was distracted the other weekend, when I realized that I had allowed so many things to like flow and get by me, I was like, dang, like, why did, why did I, why did I do that? But I thank God for his grace and his mercy, because I remember even this morning I was feeling like very not down, but I was like, dang God, like I really messed up. Like I've been so distracted. Like I was doing this wrong. I was doing that wrong. And that God had to convict me like, yo, we can't get so caught up in the guilt. Like, we cannot get so caught up in that. Like you've been convicted, you've you apologized, you've repented. Now we're moving on. Because one thing about the devil, he tries and that goes back to another thing that I was trying to talk about about how when we're distracted, the enemy likes to use our minds as a playing field. So the enemy tries to throw all these irrational thoughts because I noticed that when I was distracted, <clears throat> all these irrational thoughts are coming into my head that make no sense. Things that the Lord has not declared over my life. The enemy's trying to declare those things over my life. And I realized that when I was in a state of being distracted, I wasn't so quick to rebuke those things like how I used to be when I was on track with my walk with God. So that's another consequence of being distracted. We're not so sensitive in the spirit. We don't, we're not able to, to differentiate, okay, when is God speaking and when is this the enemy? We're not so on our toes spiritually. So we miss out on a lot of things in the physical or we get beat down by the devil in the physical. So it's so important to remain on fire and to not allow these, these important things because the things that God has given us are important. But I realize that it's not the end all be all. Yes, I prayed to God to get into graduate school. Yes, I prayed to God to have a job. Yes, I prayed to God to do this, to do that. And God has given me these things and I'm grateful. But once again, God is the source. And without God, essentially, I'm nothing and so are you. Like, so it's really, really hard. But sometimes God really does give us these wake up calls. And I remember on TikTok, I was on TikTok the other day and I was just scrolling on, you know, my, my page or whatever. And I came across this one video and she, the girl was like tapping the phone and she's like, yo, this is your wake up call to get it together. This is your wake up call. You're missing it. You're not focused on Jesus. Your eyes are not fixed on Jesus. So this is your wake up call to fix your eyes on Jesus. And this is my wake up call. This is your wake up call. This is all of our wake up calls. This is your friend, your cousins, your mama, your, your brother, your sister's wake up call too. To not be distracted um, because there are so many, even there are so many things going on in the world. And I feel like there's an urgency, especially in the in the kingdom of God to like 
really grow closer to the Lord and really get to know God more intimately. So I just pray we don't miss out on it. I pray that the mantle of prayer shall be released upon me. The mantle to be able to focus and to be able to prioritize the Lord shall be released on me and on you guys too. To be able to really, really, really like not just say, oh, I go to church. Not just say, oh, I, I know how to speak in tongues. Because I remember when I learned how to, I not learned, but I remember when the um the spirit of, of tongues like fell upon me and, 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 and all these different things started happening. Like, you know, I started going to church more. I started going to these services a little bit more. I thought I was, I thought I was that it girl. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I thought I was that it girl. I thought that I knew all that I need to know. I thought that I was so advanced in the spirit, but sometimes we get so, we get so caught up in the things of the spirit, or sometimes we get so caught up in the, the performance that we lose out on actually getting to know God. I remember I saw another TikTok where this lady was like, just to let y'all know, even though watching sermons is great, it builds on our biblical knowledge. It builds on the things that we really, really need to know. It does not replace getting into the secret place and seeking God. Those things are foundational. Once again, even worshiping, worship music, those are things that are foundational. Yes, you could do that in your secret place. But I'm just referring back to what the girl was saying. She was like, don't get so caught up in the things of performance that you just simply don't like sit, lay at the feet of God and just, I don't know, like pray that his will is done over our lives. Like just really get intimate with him. I remember there was one day, I think it was like two years ago or like a year ago. For the first time ever, I finally asked God, how are you? I have never. And that was like a year ago. I out of all my years of going to the church, out of all my years <laughs> of, you know, prayer, knowing all of this, knowing all of that, holding my Bible, all the different things. I had never asked God how he was doing. I hadn't, you know, I had never gotten to that place of deeper intimacy, like deeper intimacy where it's like, cause you know, we have relationships with people on this earth where it's like, oh, hey girl, how you doing? What's up? What's new? But with God, it's just like, oh, God, thank you. Like, it's it's so superficial sometimes. It's so superficial. Like, I remember even the other day, I remember I had wrote down in my notes because I was at internship um, for school. And I had wrote down in my notes just a letter to God about how at the time I was feeling very overwhelmed because um, it's kind of hard to explain. But basically, the project that we wanted to do with the kids at my internship it had gotten messed up. So I was like, dang God, like, what are the kids going to do now? So I was feeling very overwhelmed. I was just being extra and dramatic, to be honest. But I was feeling very overwhelmed at that moment. And I, I wrote a letter to God. I'm like, God, I'm feeling very overwhelmed and stressed right now. So I'm going to need you to to really provide me a spirit right now. Like, literally, please, God, help me. I don't know what to do, but I pray that you will be with me. And lo and behold, the Lord... The Lord was there. That's all I can say. The Lord was there. The Lord comforted me. The Lord brought up my spirit. The Lord allowed everything to work out. And I remember I wrote it in my notes. But by accident, I think I had sent it to my friend. And she was like, yo, she was like, little do you know that this is such an answer prayer. Because she was like basically expressing how 
when she would talk with God, she wasn't always so honest about her feelings with God. And she wasn't so honest about feeling overwhelmed and stressed at times. If anything, she was always so focused on thanking God. And there's nothing wrong with thanking God. There's nothing wrong with giving God praise. But a part of a relationship is being open and honest. And I feel like sometimes that elevates our relationship a little bit more when, we, when we're transparent. You know, the way that we can be transparent with friends, we would hope to be transparent with our father as well when we're not feeling the best. Or maybe when we're just going through just things of life. But nevertheless, that's the word. That's the podcast episode. That's the wake up call. That's the tea. Um, And I pray that some way, somehow, this episode, I pray that you were shaking your head like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I really need to hear this. Or, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is exactly what I'm going through right now. Or, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is my sign. Or, this is my wake up call. Or, this is my whatever. I hope that this was your something. That's my hope. And I'm just going to leave you guys with this last scripture, which is from Philippians 4 verse 8, which says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about those things. Once again, Philippians 4 verse 8. It's easy to get overtaken once again by the things of life. It's easy to focus on, okay, I got to be this person in 10 years. Oh, okay, I got to do this in five years. I got to accomplish this next year. I got to do this because literally that be me. That be my head. I be like, dang, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to, I be like, y'all, it be a lot. I be like, oh shoot, I got to, you know? And you could get so overwhelmed by doing that all the time that you just forget to include God in everything. Or you just forget to like, I don't know, surrender your day to him. You forget to to just foster that father, daughter, or father and son relationship many times. You forget. So once again, I pray that this episode was a blessing to you. I pray that the mantle of prayer... Um, shall be dropped on each and every one of us who listen to this episode in its entirety, even for those who possibly listen to only five minutes, only 10 minutes, only two minutes, shoot only one minute. I pray that the mantle of prayer will be dropped and released onto each and every one of us. I pray that we can continue to grow in our relationship with God. Once again, it's not easy and it provides and it requires a denial of self, but I just pray that we will all make that worthy sacrifice um, to just get to know the Lord in a more deep and intimate way. But nevertheless, if this episode blessed you, send it to your sister, your mama, your brother, your sister. I don't know. Send it to anyone. Share it on your Instagram. <laughs> tag me, Tina Wina. Like, or y- y'all don't even have to tag me because it's it's not that important. But literally, share this episode with someone who's possibly also growing in their walk with God, who needs some reassurance, who needs somebody to like, I don't know, give them this wake-up call, much-needed wake-up call, or someone who just, I don't know, needs to validate their feelings and emotions. Nevertheless, once again, I pray that this was a blessing, and I will see, or not see you guys, but talk to you guys in the next episode. Purr!